Hello everyone, welcome to Tea Time Reports. This is Trevor and I'm here with Caden. Today we're going to be doing our um, in-depth review on the TV series known as Lost. And I know for months we've been kind of teasing this, but we recently finished maybe about seven, eight days ago. Uh, it took us half a year, almost Oof, yeah. uh, almost a little more than that, to finish this show, mainly because we can't just binge it. They're hour-long episodes as well as it's six seasons with some ep- some seasons over 20 episodes in a season. So we kind of just went at our own pace and enjoyed it, um, and we got to sulk everything in and kind of realize how genius this show is. It was my fourth time, maybe fifth time watching the show in its entirety, but I know it was Caden's first time watching it, so I'd like, Caden, maybe if you wouldn't mind going over your impressions, your thoughts, what the show uh, did to you, what it impressed you the most with. So, like, I remember it just, it was, like, middle of like, second quarter, something like that, and, like, this is how I first really, like, I always knew about the show through Trevor, you know, Trevor watched it, again, he's watched it so many times, and just being around him, you know, he's gonna talk about it, and, you know, just hearing about that, I kind of wanted to listen to it, but, or or watch it, but never really got around, and never, kind of really forgot about it, and then I was in marketing class, and we were doing something on, like, TV and, and just the, the ratings throughout the years, and Lost was one of the shows that we were talking about, and I, I just went home that day, and I was like, Trevor, I want to watch Lost, and we were like, hell yeah, let's get it done, and this was like, this was like middle of last year, maybe, a little bit, a little bit like, um, it was like fall, yeah, like fall-ish, and <laughs> we were watching it, and I was like, at this pace, you know, we're gonna get done by December. You know, we're going to get done by, you know, before the, before the year ends. And then it just, it just kept on going and going and going. And then we kind of had a little bit of a, a, a little, a little bit of a slowdown on, 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 we were watching it. So it kind of took a little bit longer than expected, but. Cause we did watch, we were watching Spartacus yeah. alongside with it and Spartacus mm-hmm. was four seasons and yeah. then we had to kind of put it in put the it back off. pocket yeah. for some days, but we. Spartacus was just so raw. Yeah. Spartacus is equally as raw in my opinion, but. We we were watching on average, I'd say maybe four episodes a week, you yeah. know, and and that's I mean, not there, a lot. There was a but... point where we were watching, you know, two maybe three a day. Yeah, like for when we sure. First started out like season one, we zipped through season one. But... And it's not because the show got slow; it's just because again, we you know not only our schedules, but we just, picked up another show. Yeah, you know? we picked up another show because the boys wanted to watch that as well. So, and and it was just me and Caden kind of keeping pace at Lost. Brady watched it with us for the first maybe. 12 episodes and then he kind of went yeah. on his own and then just stopped didn't he it. stopped watching it because again this is one of those shows where it's not completely action-packed all the time it's mainly about the adventure and it's the spiritual. psychological thriller though. it is it's it, there's a lot more than just surface level you know oh, what you see in tv now yeah. like the, the garbage that's put out like I, I saw the bel-air ad and i'm like what the fuck is this <laughs> like what My the fuck Bel-Air are you watching <laughs> I have so much anxiety in this Bel Air bubble. Oh my it's god! It's like, bro, bro, what am I watching? Like, what is Jesus. this ad? I'm never gonna see that. I'm never gonna watch it. It's, it's ruined like, it for like me. That, that's like the the problem with watching Lost is like you watch a show like that, it ruins every other TV show for you. Yeah. Because it's just it's like Lost is to me, it's a masterpiece. It is. You know, and like when I watch other shows, especially now, it just seems like. It's not the same. You know what I mean? It's like, wow, Lost is just so much better than this. The story in Lost, it, it's kept up consistently. There's twists and so many great characters. The acting throughout the entire series is really fucking good. Like, surprisingly good. Yeah. Like, for a TV show. And I, I get that, you know, there's a 
standard for acting in TV and a standard for acting in film, but like th- this show is genuinely, you know, probably my favorite show of all time. It's but. a lot better writing as well. Like we were watching some show that with our mom, like 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 one of our shows that our, um, that our mom watches, and I'm like struggling. You know, I'm just struggling to watch this show. Oh yeah, it's just horrible, horrible dialogue. Like, absolute dog shit dialogue. With, like, a, a elevator tune mm. in the background Wait, while they're what, having a moment. What the fuck am I watching, bro? I don't remember what show it was called, but... Some sort, it's a Netflix show. Yeah, it was a Netflix series. Netflix but like, original. The, the standard and the quality of TV has definitely deteriorated over the years. There's gems here and there. But for the most part, most TV shows fucking suck, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. A lot of TV shows suck. Or, like, they'll have a good episode or two, and then they'll just fall off. Like, yeah. Criminal Minds, the first five seasons are fantastic, and then I don't know what the fuck they're doing now. Um, but And then you have, like, Prison Break, which is consistently good all the way through. And we're, we actually just started watching that, so in a couple months, maybe keep an eye out for that in-depth review. Just a little shout-out to that show. But um, if you want to kind of go through your favorite characters of the show real fast, so people know, like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe that's the guy I'm going to follow, or that's... The chick that I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, ride with there. Yeah, I'll, the show. I'll, I'll brush over my top five. Um, so it's like I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the you know first act and second act because the characters evolve so much. Yeah, you know what I mean. And there's also new characters. Yeah. So first act, the Saeed number one. Mm. Uh, Jin number two. Yeah. Hurley number three. Jack number four. And Sawyer, number five. Just, and, you know, gotta sneak in Sawyer at the end just because of how much of a fucking G he is. He, and Saeed oh. at number one, just because, you know, watch the show. His, you know, those first seasons that he's in, he's the man with the fucking plan. You know, he just, he's, you know, he's there like a fucking big dick in a locker room. You know, it's like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, he's, he's here now. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he's here now. <laughs> whoa. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, Saeed's definitely raw, like. In the first, like, two seasons, that's when they build up every character that has significance with flashbacks. And um, the the flashback scenes are so important in this show to where, like, it connects dots in the present. And then, you know, when you get later on in the show, which we'll talk about in a couple minutes, in in the future. um, But my my top five, I actually can't even give you a top five because I just feel like I would, like, be arguing with myself. But my top three throughout the whole show... I gotta go Charlie at number one, Jack at number two, and then Desmond at number three. Because all those guys... Desmond. Uh, just massive parts yeah. of the show. And um, Matthew Fox, the guy that plays Jack, um, one of my favorite actors of all time. He's been in some great movies, Emperor, Extinction. This was his masterpiece, this show. And J.J. Abrams, the guy that made some of the recent Star Wars movies... He did some of the recent, um, he did the first new Star Trek one, Star Trek film in 2009 with Chris Pine, which was really good. But he's like a pioneer, and like this was his, like, like you could tell this was just all of his fucked up intrusive thoughts in one show. And I just thought it was really cool um, how important some characters were meant to be, and some like that kind of grew and evolved with the show, but some that, you know, they weren't afraid to just cut loose. Like another guy that I, I would love to give an honorable mention to that. He stuck with me a little bit. Was Boone, um, Boone. legend? Did what he could, uh, but it's just you, you see, you know, some of these guys and some of these these gals. Like 
I, I will say this: none of the female characters besides Anna Lucia, when she comes into the show later on, really connected with me. Yeah. I, I really like Anna Lucia. She's actually I forget her name in real life, but she's in the Fast and Furious. Movies. You see it, you see it, you know she's She was be. just in the Dungeon and Dragons movie. Um she's, I can't she's probably probably been the most accomplished actor in the entire show. Yeah, her yeah, for yeah. sure. Might be. Um but um there there's Claire, she she's a great character as well, kind of fucked up. Libby. Um, L- Libby, shout out to Libby, but Kate. I mean there's parts in the show where like you'll have Michael running through a hatch and he just crashes out and Fuck kills Michael. three three of his own people <laughs> to go save his son. The American people, bro. Like bro, there's like piracy, like there's raft fighting, there's yeah. like to to downed aircraft to fucking eight, like old ass like scientific experiments being taken place on this island and we didn't even preface how important the island that these people crash on. Wait, I, I want to do the second act, you know, f- favorite characters. So the f- I'm only gonna go top three like you did because you know, just brush over, make it a little bit quick, and it's also you know second act gets so much harder to identify your favorite character because the characters are actually you know blossoming, coming into their own, and you get to see them for what they actually are. And my number one, actually, I can't. I don't even know if I can just rate these guys. Yeah, you know, I can't. I yeah. not even not even one through three. It's just these are just three of my favorite characters. I'm gonna go Jack. John Locke. Yeah. Even when John Locke isn't himself, I'm gonna leave you on a little cliffhanger there. You know, you have to find out that part for yourself. Keep watching. And then number three, Sawyer. Just yeah. Sawyer kind of just takes helm as Timothy. He does. I mean, dude, there's a scene in in the later seasons where they're like they're literally in a fucking submarine and yeah. they realize that there's fucking C4 in their backpack and then Saeed. you know people had to make a choice. Yeah. And uh, had to make a choice. Let's just say it. That's kind of when you realize, like, holy fuck, this show's, like, kind of coming down to the end. I think that was, like, the third to final episode. Mm-hmm. Um, they but start, yeah, they start picking off different it, characters. The whole, I, I just want to preface the importance of this island, because let me just, we didn't really kind of go over the plot, but pretty much there's a plane, Oceanic Flight 815, you're going to hear that so many fucking times, but it's so important. It crashes. Oh, and I'm going to read the summary here and go over some of the audience and rating scores and Maybe some numbers if I can find any, but they crash on an island, and there's, you know, I think like 70 survivors or 40-something survivors, and then things start getting weird. They find out, you know, maybe there's a guy that was already here on the island when we crashed, and now he's like Mm -hmm. posing as an imposter, and then you got some fucking monster shit. You got, dude, there's so much shit that, like, a fucking polar bear, like, Mm -hmm. there's shit that you're going to be like, oh my god. What am I watching? Mm. Did I... It, it, what's in this tea? You know? Like, yeah. am I yeah. good? What am I drinking right now? But just to kind of go over the series information, and it's kind of funny, I talked about Oceanic Flight 815, but on RottenTomatoes.com, I'm going to read the series info quote for quote here. The series... Uh, the survivors of Oceanic Flight 815 were a thousand miles off course when they crashed on a lush, mysterious island. Each person possesses a shocking secret, but they've got nothing on the island itself which harbors a monstrous security system, a series of underground bunkers, and a group of violent survivalists hidden in the shadows. This TV network was uh, it was on ABC. It got re- it was pr- premiered uh, September 22nd, 2004. Um, again, executive producers J.J. Abrams, uh, kind of the big name there. Oh, yeah. Um, if, if you're around cinema, you've heard the name. You J. know J. who he is. But on the average tomato meter, it's at an 85%, um, which is a little... 
shocking. I figured it would be above 90, but... But honestly, bro, you look at, like, some of the things that Rotten Tomatoes has graded. Yeah, they don't... He's a harsh grader. Yeah, I don't know if they entirely know what they're doing either there. I don't really yeah. trust rating sites. Watch no. shit for yourself. But the average audience score that, was 91%. Yeah. People love this shit. Um, I always go after the, the audience instead of, instead of the, uh, instead of the, uh, the actual critic. You know what I mean? And I'm, not, me, I'm not looking for fucking... I'm also going to p- point out two other names. Um, Jeffrey Leiber and Damon Lindelof. Uh, they were also co-creators with J.J. Abrams of this show. And this aired from 2004 to, I believe, 2010. Yep. September 22nd, 2004 to February 2nd, 2010. Average viewers, millions. The first season, 15.69. Holy shit. And then season 2, 15.50. And then season 3, 17.84. Season 4, 13.40. Season 5, 10.94. Season 6, 10.08. It's insane that it averaged over 10 million viewers every season. And, dude... Look at it's like an hour long episode. Every single episode, the first season had twenty five episodes. That's more than a day worth of content. Yeah, in and then one season, it it kind of goes down periodically. Season two, twenty four episodes. Season three, twenty three episodes. Season four, they fourteen did. episodes. Yeah, they did. And then season five, seventeen episodes. Season six, only eighteen episodes. But it's it's still averaged over ten million viewers. That's just amazing. Yeah. Like that that's something that you don't see anymore. No one's that invested other than in Marvel movies now, you know what I'm saying? But no, every season has its own kind of vibe to it as well. Um and, you know, we finished after after we finished um after we finished the finale, I I kind of I let, I let like a day of just for me to digest it and then I watched a little review and then, you know, just just picking up things from the review, I'm like, yeah, I did notice that for myself. And then, you know, just, just you know, because I said, fuck it, I wanted to watch the first episode again. And just going, you know, going through the first, because the first episode is a part, you know, it's a part one and part two. And watching both of those episodes, like, there's so much foreshadowing in, in both of those episodes. It's insane. Like... Even watching, like watching it for the first time, you know, you don't really. A lot of the things they just sneak in. Like someone will say something, like Kate has a line where she says something about something. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but she says something. She sees, like she sees something in the valley, and it's like a split second, like like a, like a five second conversation she's having with Jack. But if you watch the whole show, you completely understand what she's talking about, and it's just like wow, they really took the time and. They, they 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 went in detail on their shit. They actually I mean? like wrote well. They connected mm-hmm. the dots. They didn't leave any cliffhangers or leave any question marks out there, other than you know what they wanted to. Um, and intentional vagueness is is there, but like they honestly, for the viewers' sake, they definitely never left like a knot untied. The first three seasons were just a bunch of question marks, and the last three were periodically answering all those questions. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the show gets so crazy that they travel 30 so years crazy. back in yeah. time. They go in, they go back in time. And then they have to, like, bring people that they were in the present with to that day to, to like, get them back to the present. Like, it's just so much insanity that, genuinely, this is a show you can't be on your phone. You know, you can't be, you know, cuddle-fucking your girlfriend watching this. You gotta exactly, legitimately bro. be, like, 
in tuned, in depth. Like I want you to be fucking watching this shit. This ain't because, no Netflix and chill. No, man. this is genuinely one of those shows where like you could actually learn a lot. And uh, uh, let me just shout out a character that we didn't even mention, Mister Echo. Mister Echo, yeah. My fucking god! If you just if you want to just like test the waters with this show, no context. Go to season three. Go to episode Judgment Day and watch that whole episode. You don't even need to watch the show to watch that episode. I actually periodically will go back and just watch it mm-hmm. because it's so fucking fire. Mr. Echo, fire. literally the whole day, he's like literally half dead. The episode prior, he like survived an explosion in the hatch. He's wandering around the jungle with his scripture stick because he's a very religious guy. Literally a Nigerian kingpin who was literally... To a priest. Dude, he found his brother's plane on the island with all the heroin that he sent him off with. Unintentionally, his brother, like, if you watch flashbacks about Mr. Echo, his brother got thrown into the plane because there was no other circumstance, and then his brother actually had to take up his brother's, like, identity as a priest and become, like, a false man of God. And, like, his character is so fire. A, a minor character in the, in, in the grand scheme of things, but he did help John Locke when John was still John. And, and again, you'll know what that means when. You get to the to the part we're exactly. referring to. We're not going to spoil the whole sh- the whole show because there's a lot of gems in here that you're going to be like, "Wow, I've never seen that before." There's That's never stuff, been done. Yeah, there's some stuff that you know we can spoil, but when it comes to the some of the crazy stuff, like the, the John Locke stuff, like I, I don't I want if you're if you're truly are going to watch this show, I want you to figure that out on your own. You, honestly, the opening episode you'll uh, you'll figure it out because what when you figure out John Locke. And like how well, yeah, John Locke, remember John Locke doesn't come into the show until like episode five. Well, no, you see him in the first you episode, see him. and then you see, see like, and then when you learn about him, like why he's acting so strange, you're gonna be like, what is this yeah. place that they're on? It's a miracle. It's island. a weird place. Are they dead? Are they alive? Does anything matter? Like, and I feel like that was the big question around the show for, like, like especially when it was airing, it was everyone thought like. You know, it would it would have been a shitty ending if they were just dead the entire time. Yeah, and a lot of pe- that's what a lot of people thought because a lot of things that were happening on the island just didn't seem real. No, and honestly, if it if it was real life, it's not real. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, it, it's just in the realism of this show, exactly. like, a lot of the shit was definitely far fetched. But mm-hmm. you just have you to, have to kind take of, it for what it is. Yeah, take it for what it is and realize that it's a very open minded show. They like are very creative with some of, like, the adventures and the tasks that these characters have to go on. Really cool side characters. Really cool villains like Ben. You're, you'll love Ben. He's a scheming fuckhead. Always um, has a plan. And there's just so much in the show that you can maybe relate to or just be captivated by. And I, I, we obviously recommend it. I, I give it a 10 out of 10. This is I give it a 10 out of 10 the, as this, well. It's a masterpiece. Like, there's no other show like it. It's the best show I've ever watched in my entire life. I mean, it really is. like, granted, you hear us talk about, you know, Spartacus and, you know, some of the anime shows. But Avatar. Like, Avatar. This show, in my opinion, like, as a show, not talking about anime or cartoons or anything like that, is the best live-action show ever made. And I think that, you know, if you watch it in-depth and thoroughly and the entire way through, you'll see why. And you'll mm-hmm. maybe... I'm not gonna lie, there's a couple episodes I fucking cry in, bro. Like, I get pissed at in. I, I get legit emotion out of the show exactly. and it's just it's rare for a TV show to make anyone feel anything other than you know nowadays you get Blue Bloods season 25 episode 84 you know and it's just like okay shout out to Blue Bloods and Tom Selleck but like can we mm-hmm. can we close this down 
It's enough. Yeah. It's it's enough. It's been (laughs) enough. Can we shut this down? Just start selling the DVD and Blu-ray packets and people will have the content. Yeah, just start selling fucking t-shirts, bro. Like, honestly, at that point. Start selling t-shirts. Or Law & Order Special Victims Unit. There's 12 shows. There's a new one coming out. And it's like, okay, we get the aspect of wanting to, you know, advertise that rape and, you know, those kind of cases are fucked up and bad, but do we need 24 shows with a million episodes in them? Was Ice-T in that shit, bro? Ice-T is now in the new one, and he was in the old one as well. Uh, Shout out to Ice-T for being just a legend, but his face has not changed in 30 years. Like, he has not aged, so shout out to Ice-T for that. Same fucking face. But I'm gonna also shout him out for being in one of the most dragged out shows of all time, and it, it... I, I, I tune into an episode and it's like, is this season one or season 27? <laughs> they're the same vibe. They're the same kind of stories. The memes come out of the show. I don't know if you remember that meme where Ice-T knocks on that guy's door and he's like, hey man, I got a question to ask you. And he's like, goes on, asks him like, did you did you touch this guy or did you have sex with this guy? He's like, man, I have relations with men. It's sex. Well, no, no, he's like, I have relations with women and sex with men. And uh, Ice-T's like, I got news for you. That's that means you're gay. And he's like, and then the dude's shocked. And, and he's, he's like, they have like fucking cinematic, like cinematic music in the background. It's like, bro, what? <laughs> I mean, it's this, a meme. How? This is a fucking meme, bro. This is not like this is not made to be serious, bro. <laughs> it can't no be. shot, bro. I mean, the 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 plot line of it is serious. Not like fucking brain. I just can't take the show serious. But you yeah. take loss serious. You're like, oh my god, I, I don't want this guy to die. Is he gonna fucking die? Is Boone gonna fall in this? Airplane and Ooh. off a cliff and die. Maybe. Is he gonna get that radio call? Possibly. Off? You never know. But it, is there is there gonna be a, a hatch with Desmond inside of it, just doing a nice routine of workout regimens and nice cardio? But it's like I, I think so. It was also cool because you know when you're watching the show, it's more like the little things. You know, the little things mean a lot. You know, little things are the big things, especially in this show. Like they'll they'll briefly overview some numbers. A series of numbers. Oh, yeah. And that series of numbers... Is everywhere. Is everywhere and everything. It's behind everything. Yeah. Like, and just... When you hear those numbers, and if you watch the show, you'll know what I'm talking about. Just realize Hurley is a very important character. I know so he's the fat guy. Important. But he is very important. Like, I love Hugo. And then, the, like, the actors in this. There's cameos from um, fucking... The dude... One of the best Asian actors of all time. He plays uh, Dogen. And he was in uh, The Last Samurai. He was in um, Inception. He was, he's in so he was much. In John, he was in the new John Wick. He's in the new John Wick. Yeah. I love I love. I don't have his name and I feel like I'm dishonoring him, but he's a legend. Um, and then also Rob McElroy from fucking uh, It's Always Sony in Philadelphia oh, yeah. is in no, it. No, not, couple, not Rob McElroy, Rob McElhenney. Rob McElhenney. He's in it yeah. for like a couple episodes. It's like a guy with a rifle. And he's, he's, he's actually fucking hilarious because like, they're filming this show... The exact same time they're filming, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, which is and we'll we'll talk about that show as well. Uh, we we'll, we'll probably rewatch that in the future, and we'll talk about it on this show. Hundred percent. But uh, if you do watch, if you have watched that show, or if you want to watch that show, and <laughs> you'll you'll just know you'll, you'll know he's a fucking he's a dumbass with a gun. You know what I mean? You'll, you'll, he's he hilarious. Gets, he gets knocked out outside a bunker, and then he comes back in a couple seasons and. <laughs> Gets just destroyed in the jungle. Like, he's just a legend, bro. I, I, I love him, bro. So legendary. But, no, the acting, superb. The story, great. Plot line, writing, all A++++. Definitely 10 out of 10 across the board. And I think if you've not seen this show, you definitely should. 
um, no amount of time we could take could explain the show. Yeah. You you really have to go watch it for yourself to get a grasp of what it is and, and, and what the story is about and how significant it is and honestly TV show history. But I recommend that you do so. But Caden, is there anything else that you wanted to kind of shout out about the show or go over real quick? Um, it's honestly like if you do have the chance to watch it, definitely watch it and it, again listen to what we're saying on this. Like it's like everything we're saying is straight up facts. Like pay attention. Do not look at your phone. You, no cuddle your girl, fucking your girlfriend. Yeah, if your girlfriend wants to fucking grab your schmeat, slap her, bro. I'm I trying to watch Lost. Don't actually do that, but we're not pro- we're not promoting uh, domestic violence. I'm trying to watch Lost. But if you're trying to watch Lost and and you know, uh, watch Lost. Exactly. Don't have any distractions. We actually had Brady walk in, so shout out to Brady. I'm trying to see Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I just walked into. Uh, we're, you know, just doing our little lost you. review. Uh, and we, we know you watched a couple episodes of that. Anything you wanted to shout out about that? I know oh. you wanted to watch it again, but... Yeah, I, I like the show. I, I just like the mystery aspect of it, how you never really know that's a great what's going to happen next. I think that's, that's the best part of the show. That's a great point. Talking about like the mystery aspect of it all, it, it's genuinely very vague and mysterious, especially in the first couple seasons, and then those questions start getting answered. But again, to anyone that hasn't watched uh, Lost... Uh, completely recommend you do so. Me and Caden highly recommend it, uh, and we really appreciate you guys for tuning into this uh, review. And if you want a more in-depth analysis, maybe we could do a part two to this. But I think honestly, we explained what we had to, and we hope that you search out these answers for yourself. So uh, thank you again for tuning into this lost review, Caden and uh, Brady. Thanks for coming on for uh, and doing some, uh, you know, commentary on the show. Really appreciate that. And uh, keep an eye out for up episodes coming out tonight. We have our Rowdy's recap coming out shortly after this, as well as our USFL power rankings. And then we have some more exciting episodes coming out later this week, like our Death Note series and film review, as well as um, our NBA segment. We're going to talk about some of the NBA games that have been going on, as well as a couple more interviews, actually. Our season finale uh, with our interview of our grandmother is going to be coming out very shortly. Um, So keep an eye out for that, and we really, really appreciate all the support. Thank you, guys. Take care.